Hi there, and welcome to another Radio Free Oz Daily Podcast. Uh, whoa, here's something for you. That Perry, that wonderful theocrat, that man who's going to add a little bit of flavor to a basically dull primary season, even with Michelle Bachman. Still, we need Perry to keep us awake. Just days after announcing his candidacy, Texas Governor Rick Perry has jumped into first place in the race for the Republican presidential nomination and now has a double-digit lead over former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney, who had been the GOP's perceived frontrunner, according to the latest Rasmussen Reports poll. Now, Rasmussen is a fairly right-wing poll, but still, listen to this. Perry has 29% support, while Romney has 18%. Bachman, who won the Iowa straw poll and is probably just a straw candidate, was third with 13. Ron Paul comes in a close second to the fourth. He got 9%. So, okay, basically, it's all about Perry. And this man, this man who is now leading the pack, well, we know he's a conservative Republican, and as such, he does not believe that climate change is caused by human activity, which means he doesn't read, he doesn't care, or he's just outright lying. But Perry went one step further than most in the mainstream climate change denier community. What a fine group of people. Just recently on the presidential trail in New Hampshire, stating flatly, I get this, that scientists drum up phony climate change data to make a buck. Quote, a substantial number of scientists have manipulated data to keep the money rolling in, says uh, the New Hampshire Union Leader editorial page editor Drew Klein, who quoted Perry as saying on the stump that I do believe the issue of global warming has been politicized. Another Granite State reporter listening to Perry, this one from New Hampshire's Public Radio, tweeted that Perry said, quote, scientists are coming forward daily to disavow a theory that remains unproven. Can you believe this guy? 99% of legitimate scientists say, yes, global warming is real, and we human beings, we exceptional monkeys, have a lot to do with causing it. It ain't sunspots, it ain't just cycles, it's cars and elevators and aluminum cans, whatever it takes to just pollute everything with all the energy we're using. Can you imagine Rick Perry and his coterie running the United States for four, maybe eight, Eight years? If you think that's anything but a nightmare, buddy, then everything you know is wrong. In yesterday's podcast, I mentioned that uh, Michelle Bachman was caught in what appeared to be a lie. She hadn't shown up at a, uh, some special event for her in Iowa, and she said, Oh, I'm so sorry, I was at a family reunion. And then I think her mother told a reporter there was no family reunion. And then they asked her press secretary, uh, Alice Stewart, about it, and Stewart had no comment. Well, she came up with a comment today. She said she, referring to Michelle, was visiting with family. Her husband and daughters went to one reunion, and she met with family members at a different location. There was a family member that was a shut-in, and, and they, she had to visit them. I'm not going to tell you details of who and where she met. She was meeting with family members at a different location. There was more than one family reunion that week more than one family reunion that day. Her husband and kids went to one and she went to the other. All of a sudden, two family reunions in the same day. Hmm, how convenient. Okay, Michelle, yeah, she's interesting. But Perry, Perry is the one that the White House has got to love. 
You think the White House is seeing the influence of the Tea Party on the campaign trail and not loving every minute of it? You better believe it. While President Obama is happy to poke Mitt Romney for his health care law, he declined to take a shot at Rick Perry for criticizing Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke. Remember he said that Bernanke was a terrorist and if he came down to Texas, they'd treat him ugly? Hey, let's string up the head of the Fed. Anyway, all that Obama said was that presidential candidates have got to be a little more careful about what they say. Mm. And he said, I'm going to cut him some slack. Who does Obama want to run against him next year? It's pretty apparent. You know, it's all very well for us progressives to say, go, go, give us Perry Obama. But the fact is, if something were to happen to the big O, you never know, we might have Rick Perry as president. <laughs> Let's leave the domestic scene for a moment and fly off to Afghanistan. I did a piece long ago in the early miss of RadioFreeOz.com called Did I Shake the Hand of a Taliban? Even back then, that was a year and a half ago, the Americans couldn't tell one Afghani from another, friend from foe, Taliban from ally. Well, a report by a task force released this week claims the U.S. military has lost some $360 million in Afghanistan, money intended for combat and reconstruction that instead went to Taliban, criminals, and local leaders, or a combination thereof, because you can be all three. The task force, assembled last year by General David Petraeus, our savior, who until July headed up the Allied Command in Afghanistan, tallied the total number and the Associated Press obtained details of the report on Tuesday. The report says the U.S. did business with companies and subcontractors who in turn employed and did business with, quote, malign actors, insurgents, and criminals in a process that the military says amounted to reverse money laundering. The money's being laundered backwards in Afghanistan. I think they do everything backwards in Afghanistan. Only a small percentage of the $360 million went directly to the Taliban, you think, with the bulk of it going to bribery, profiteering, and extortion. Overall, the U.S. has spent $31 billion on reconstruction in Afghanistan, and we're willing to admit to only $360 million of corrupt dollars. I believe it's a lot more than that, don't you? I mean, 360 is a drop in the bucket out there. Remember all the Taliban they were paying to let the trucks go through on certain roads? Let me tell you, it's a lot more than $360 million. You know, the American military just gets more bizarre as the asymmetric war encompasses more and more of their activities. Here's something really scary from a New York Times article by Eric Schmidt and Tom Shanker. It's called After 9-11, An Era of Tinker, Taylor, Jihadist, Spy. Okay, it appears they're doing some really weird things on the internet as part of their counterterrorism campaign. Well, here's the cyber aspect of it. American computer specialist 
are working on the internet, perhaps terrorist leaders' greatest safe haven, where they recruit, raise money, and plot future attacks on a global scale. American specialists have become especially proficient, now get this, at forging the on-screen cyber trademarks used by Al-Qaeda to certify its web statements, and they are posting confusing and contradictory orders, some so virulent that young Muslims dabbling in jihadist philosophy but on the fence might be driven away. Wait a minute. Well, let's just take a look into this bizarre window of, of, of military reality. At a start, just where those military computer specialists are remains unknown. Perhaps they're in the Pentagon. Perhaps somewhere in the National Counterterrorism Center. Perhaps on the moon. But whoever and wherever they are, here's the question of the week. Possibly of the month. Possibly of the year. Just what kind of orders can they be posting so virulent that young Muslims dabbling in jihadist philosophy but on the fence might be driven away? And even if our computer experts really are capable of turning wavering young Muslims back from the shores of jihadism, and personally, I wouldn't put my money on the Pentagon skills in that realm, what about young Muslims or older ones who weren't on that fence and took these orders seriously? Just what exactly are they being ordered to do? Just what monsters, for example, might the military computer specialists be helping to forge? And who exactly is supervising those specialists and their vituperative messages? Especially since they are unlikely to be in English, and we already know that Arabic, Pashto, Dari, and Farsi speakers at the higher levels or even lower levels of the Pentagon area are rare, rare birds. Man, I tell you, it's really crazy out there and only getting crazier. We'll leave the crazy military now, and we'll go back to our bodies. Tobacco companies want a judge to put a stop to new graphic cigarette labels that include the sewn-up corpse of a smoker and pictures of diseased lungs, saying they unfairly urge adults to shun their legal products and will cost millions to produce. Hmm... Meanwhile, back in your body, cigarette smoking may be contributing not only to lung cancer, but also to steady rates of bladder cancer, according to new research. Scientists have known that tobacco, among other environmental exposure to carcinogens, is a strong risk factor for bladder cancer. But despite declines in cigarette smoking over the past three decades, rates of bladder cancer in the U.S. have remained steady. Why? What's responsible for the considerably high rates? Reporting in the Journal of the American Medical Association, Neil Friedman and his colleagues at the National Cancer Institute suggest that the changing makeup of cigarettes may have something to do with it. Friedman believes that the lack of decline in bladder cancer rates indicates that cigarettes today may contain even more dangerous concentrations of carcinogens than in the past, thus offsetting whatever benefits the drop in smoking rights might have had on a population level. Over the past few decades, says Friedman, there is evidence that while concentrations of nicotine and tar have decreased in cigarettes, changes in the way cigarettes are made may have boosted levels of other carcinogens. Other carcinogens? Yeah, sure, they're there. They got all kinds of lovely stuff in those cigarettes. They must have figured out, well, if people are smoking less, we've got to addict those that are left to buy more. These are monsters, baby. These are monsters. And if you don't think so, then everything you know is wrong.